0: Hello, good people. Hello, hello, hello. We are so happy that you could join us tonight. What a blessing it is to be in the land of the living with our hands, the activity of our hands, the uh, mind that we can hear, the mind that we can conceive. Oh God, he's so rich in his blessings. And I'm so glad that you could be here tonight. And I just want you to say this with me. May the God of revelation and illumination. Show us what we need to learn and give us the grace to obey. I just want to thank God for his goodness in my life. I want to thank God for salvation on tonight because you see the world is just in a chaotic mode, but chaos is not on the inside of me. And that's the benefit of being with God. Chaos can happen around you, but it doesn't have to happen inside of you. So I am so grateful for the peace of God today. I'm so grateful for my church family, Redeemed Assembly, and I'm so grateful to be under great leadership tonight. And I'm just grateful. I'm just a happy sister because of the benefits of the Lord Jesus Christ and just the privilege to know him. And sometimes we get into the the mode of thinking that I need more. I need to add more to myself. I'm not good enough just being me. I'm not good enough just being a child of God. I need to add more. I need to add more. I'm not enough. Some things you're not going to get over until you defy it. And that's by doing it. Do your fear. So I want to talk to you tonight about this it's an abundance in enough. And, and I just learned that over the last few months, there is abundance in just having enough. So I want us to look at second Kings chapter four, verse one through seven. And I'm gonna be reading out of the message Bible. One day, the wife of a man from the guild of prophets called out to Elisha, your servant, my husband is dead. You well know what a good man he was, devoted to God. And now the man to whom he was in debt is on the way to collect by taking my two children as slaves. Elisha said, I wonder how I can be of help. Tell me, what do you have in your house? Nothing, she said. Well, I do have a little oil. Here's what what you do, said Elisha. Go up and down the street and borrow jugs and bowls from all your neighbors. And not just a few, all you can get. Then come and lock the door behind you, you and your sons. Pour oil into each container. When each is full, set it aside. She did what he said. She locked the door behind her and her sons. As they brought the containers to her, she filled them. When all the jugs and bowls were full, she said to one of her sons, another jug, please. He said, that's it. There are no more jugs. Then the oil stopped. She went and told the story to the man of God. He said, go sell the oil and make good on your debts. Live both you and your sons on what is left. So from this text, what I want you to understand tonight, I want you to leave with, I have enough. I have enough. All right. So number one, I want us to notice, look at some key things that happened in this text. One She was aligned with the man of God and we have to always be in line with God. When we want answers, sometimes we're just, we're, we're off the path of the answer. And sometimes the lack actually bumps us back on the path where God can actually speak to us and show us the abundance in the lack. So one, she was aligned with the man of God and she knew she wanted godly advice so that is the one important thing that you got to have that foundation right. First of all, God, I want to please you. Even if I see this lack, God, I know that you have a word. I know that you have an answer for me to live by. So she sought godly advice. Elisha was a man of God with his godly advice. They were, they were very moved. And then he proved, and then she proved going forth, that she had to fight with God. So just asking the advice of from the man of God, she included God in the fight. So she didn't want to fight in her own strength. She wanted to fight with the with the power of God. The next thing is there must be a cause there must be a cause. You just don't have lack. You just don't ask God, Lord, I, don't, I have a lack now. Just pour me out a blessing. No, no, no. There must be a purpose. When you find that purpose, then you will start to multiply. I remember um, the movie Enough with Jennifer Lopez. And I remember her, well, I guess it was her ex-husband. He wanted the child, but more importantly, he wanted to kill her and one day she got sick and tired of running and she took a self defense class and she stopped running from the person that was trying to kill her and she confronted him because she said no 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 if I'm gonna die I'm gonna die fighting and we have to be we have to adopt that same mentality god it's worth fighting for i have a cause that is worth it so she realized she had something to lose. This lady had, was about to lose her two sons. She already lost her husband. Now she's about to lose her two sons. And her time was limited. And sometimes we like to we like to move in God and we like to stay in. We, we think we have forever to do the will of God, but we need to live every day as if it was our last day. God, there's a mission on my life. I have to catch up with my destiny, God. I have been asleep too long. I have been wandering too long. So we need to catch up with that. Your, your destiny has a time on it. You're on a time clock. I know it seems like we're gonna live forever, but we're on a time clock. We, are, we got a mission to fulfill. So there's a threat on your life. If you don't get up, you are going to die. The devil is not out here trying to handicap you. He is trying to kill you. So if you think you can play with the devil, don't play his games. He said uh, the devil has no place in your life. No place. He is not for conversation. He is not for negotiation. You have power. So she had a, she she had the man of God and she had a wonderful cause. She wanted to, she wanted her sons to stay alive. The next thing he does is she knew what she had. The first question she was asked was, What do you have? And she had what she needed, but she didn't consider it valuable. So the man of God, then all of a sudden it came to her I got some oil. I got some oil. What do you have? What's in your house? What do you have? Not that what she she didn't have, because a lot of times we try to capitalize on what we don't have, but he didn't ask her that. He said, what do you have? What do you have that you deem as being insignificant, unable to meet the challenge needs? What talents are you denying because of comparison? If not, if it's not that we are in lack. We just don't use what we have. And until we use what we have, we will not get what we want because the use of it multiplies it. Having a cause for it cause it to multiply. So if we want more, we have to maximize what we have. And this lady had almost maximized what she had. She maximized it. So what about you? What about you that that you're overlooking, considering it too small to meet the need? What is it in your life? You have a voice. You have talent. You have ability. You have what you need. He is our daily bread. When is the last time you put it all on the line? You see she could have kept the little and negated the abundance. And that's how some of us do. We keep the little and negate the abundance because we are afraid to release the little bit and open our hands and our arms and our hearts out for more. We like security and insecure things. We like we we like Insecurity. We like security in the insecure things, methods and people. You are designed to live by faith. You are designed to live by faith faith. It is natural for you to get up and not know what what is going to happen, but you are still designed to live by faith. God is trying to get something to you. He's trying to exercise that part of you that you refuse to let go, that you refuse to multiply in, but he's tired of you being in that small place. I think the scripture refers to it as Zor. It's a small place. It's 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 a holding spot, but you've made a home in a small place, but God is trying to expand your territory. It is so amazing to me that this woman sold everything except for oil. The oil was used for anointing. She sold everything except her anointing. Now she had to see it as valuable, and we have the Holy Spirit on this inside of us. My God. And sometimes we will sell it for comfort. We will sell it for fear. We will sell it for comparison. We will sell it to be seen. We will sell it because of temporary power. But she kept her oil. And I'm sure this lady had other stuff in her house that. To the naked eye seemed more valuable, but she held on to the oil. The jar of oil was enough to bring her deliverance. Everything else was sold. Don't ever sell your anointing for a job. Don't ever sell your anointing for a person. Don't ever sell your anointing for approval. And don't ever sell your anointing for some temporary power. It is our faith that fails, not the promise. Our faith fails. God is not a man that he should lie and when the saints of God and I'm telling you this takes some work because we 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 actually we, we call ourselves Christians but we are actually self-reliant in so, so many things it is so many things that we don't reach out to grab on to the things of God and live by faith. I don't have to see it I just have to know who he is and let me tell you something about the mind when your mind starts to tell you or it starts to accuse God of not being enough do you understand that your creativity shuts down your eyesight shuts down your ability shuts down and then your life starts to line up with lack. But one, we got to get to, we, 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 we have to get to the point where God, your word is true. Even if I can't see it in my life, God, I'm going to trust you. I'm going to believe you. I refuse to be a doubting Christian. I refuse to be it because the whole goal of the relationship is for me to be reliant on you, for me to trust your word and for me to Exercise the power that you've given me. Your price was too expensive for me to live in lack and, and live in the lack of power. So there were vessels, there were vessels, there was enough And God to fill them. God, it was enough. Enough is all you need. Enough is all you need. The next instructions was to go and borrow vessels for the oil. His instructions were impossible, but reasonable with God. God will tell you to do something. Blow your head up and tell you what he's going to do. And all we do sometimes is look at our limited abilities. But all the time, he's just trying to explain. Expand our minds beyond what we can do to His ability. When that light clicks on in your head, in our heads, that God can do anything. God can do anything, and guess what? Let's add this to it. God can do anything through me. God can do anything through me you got to take him into account into every equation. You can never count yourself out until you count the abilities of God. God, you are faithful. God, you're trustworthy. God, you have no rival. God, there's nobody that's sovereign. There's nobody omnipotent. There's nobody omniscient. There is nobody. And that power inside of me now what can I do today God to bring you glory Scientists say that it's impossible for one jar of oil to fill another jar of oil at equal size but look for resources that can help. she had to rid her herself of her pride just to go and borrow. people knew she had a need. she became vulnerable and becoming vulnerable requires trust god i am vulnerable to what i need i'm vulnerable to people but i know that you will never leave me nor forsake me i have to become vulnerable because the thing about it is vulnerability clears the pride and gives the power and the glory to god but i'm gonna be when i want it bad enough i'm gonna become vulnerable enough which means that i have to get rid of my pride so i can get what i need public opinion didn't matter nothing mattered to her she had a cause she had a cause and she had her anointing on the other hand she had more than enough she possessed the miracle the whole Time, and that's just like you. There is something, something, something in your life that you can use that's gonna bring you wealth, that's gonna bring God glory, that's gonna change somebody's life. But she possessed the miracle the whole time, she didn't borrow more oil, she borrowed vessels. She had what she needed. The miracle was the whole time, even though the threat was there. God met her needs before the threat. She had her oil. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. She had, she made her lack worship. She made her lack worship. God, this is what I have. But I'm going to pour it out. I'm going to pour what I have out. And whoever receives it, they receive it. But God, I'm pouring out. I am fearful. I am fearlessly pouring it out because sometimes you got to do it afraid. Even though I'm afraid, God, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. She made her lack worship. She made her lack worship. She made her lack worship. And sometimes the way we have to worship, we have to give God credit in the middle of it. God, you are capable. God, you are able. And I mean, you got a walk out on faith. Faith is not nothing without action. So you have to walk out on faith. You have to exercise your faith. It's going to be a faith epidemic that delivers us. We are in a faith epidemic because everybody is not a believer but we are in a faith epidemic and I believe some of this some of this time God is just trying to get his people get back in my face get back in my face let me be God I said at the beginning that chaos can happen around you but it doesn't have to happen inside of you and for it not to happen inside of you there has to be a God inside of you that you Know that you have a, a a relationship with that you have a history with that you know his reputation, and and then the epidemic can happen around you, but it doesn't have to happen inside of you. God allowed her oil to flow as long as there was a vessel for the storage. He did not cut her oil off until it met the need. The number of jars they gathered was an indication of their faith. The number of jars they gathered was an indication of their faith. So would you have went out there and said, God, five is enough or God, four is enough because I'm scared that you can't fill up these three. So I won't go for the hundred. And sometimes that's how we are in life. We are so Frustrated because we refuse to exercise faith. Don't go for the little, go for all. If you're gonna go, go big or go home. Go big or go home. God's provision was as large as their faith. God's provision was as large as their faith. The number of jars they gathered was an indication of their faith, but God's provision was as large as their faith and their willingness to obey. Beware of limiting God's blessings by the lack of faith and obedience. Beware of that. Thank you, Jesus. Get all you can, God is with you. God will give you what's enough sufficient. And God can never just be enough. When you you really think about it, he can never just be enough because just the call on the name of Jesus answers every need. So God can't, he, he can't be just enough. He's always sufficient, which means you have more than you will ever need. You have more than you will ever need. His enough is always more than enough. Believe and act. You gotta believe and you gotta act. What do you have left? That thing that looks insignificant. Some, for some of you, let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you what I found out. These people in the streets will pay you for your pain. Every piece of your pain, every moment of pain has a payoff. Trust me when I say these people, there are people that will pay you for to tell them your story of pain. Pain has a payoff. And some of you may be looking in your life like, I have nothing. I was raped. I was abused. But let me tell you, that's your oil, baby. That's your oil. Put it out there. Become vulnerable to people. Share the answer to Jesus Christ. Some of you may be thinking, I'm not smart enough. I don't know how to write. Baby, write, write, write. Because there's somebody else that needs your courage. To write whatever that situation is, it's all in perspective. How am I really looking at this thing, God? And but instead of seeing it as lack. You have to see it as, God, this is a tool for me to use. Next time you think about that, like I want you to think about abundance. I want you to think about this lady's oil in your life because some of us, that's all we have is a story. The story that how God saved us, the story of God, how God healed us, wiped away cancer and diseases that nobody, not even a doctor could diagnose. For some of us, all we have is this appointment. All we have is a mother that left us, that never cared about us. But let me tell you, that is your oil. That is your oil. See it, make it profit, become vulnerable and share it. I was thinking and asking, why did she sell everything but the oil? I know this lady had gold and silver, but you can't keep selling yourself short. You can't keep selling yourself short. The almighty God is on the inside of you. Why do you think out of billions of people, you were called and you were chosen? See, just like that oil had a mission, so does your life. It has a mission to pour into as many many vessels as possible and you gotta find a way you gotta find a way to pour into people's life thank you jesus life is in the oil oil was used for bacon and everything in the household (laughs) it was a it was their lifeline but she sold everything and then he, he gives her instructions now they have poured all of this oil and poured this oil and then they've run out The oil stopped when there was no more vessels. So if you're wondering why things are clogged in your life, you have lost purpose. You have lost purpose. You have lost purpose. You have to have a reason. We don't just call God. God, anoint me. You got to have anoint me, God, so that I can win others to Christ. Anoint me, God, so that I can speak your word. Anoint me, God, so that I can be an intercessor. Anoint me for a purpose. And when purpose runs out, so does the oil. So find a reason for the oil to keep running in your life. And then guess what? Guess what? That's the part we all love. He told her to take the, the oil and sell it to pay her debt. Sell it to pay her debt and live off the rest. <laughs> she did not go out and spend on herself, nor did she meet some immediate needs. She paid her bills. Pay your bills, <laughs> and then she had enough to live off of. Do you really believe? Do you do you think that you are meant to be somebody else's master all day long and not have you're working 15, 16 hours a day, you're too tired and exhausted to give God any quality time? And that's kind of like where, you know, that's where it is, you know, we are meant to live off of Him, we are meant to live. He is our daily bread. So every day God provides what we need every single day. I am not telling nobody to quit their job, but you are designed to give your godliness, holiness, spreading the gospel of the good news of Jesus Christ is our career. And we can never forget that. So she was able to live off. She was able to live off her obedience. She was able to live off obedience. And they say obedience is the highest form of worship. So she took her lack and worshiped God and lived off of obedience. That's a miracle working God. So the way to increase what we have is to use what we have. It's amazing that she lived off the profit of her anointing. Take the things of God so serious. Don't let them go. Don't take them for granted. When, when, when you don't feel God, chase him, chase him, chase him. You, We can't afford to get to this stage in our spiritual career and not feel the presence of God, not know the presence of God. The chase is on. The chase is on. We're, in a, we're probably in a last lap right now. And we got to see Jesus. We have to see Jesus. Her oil and her faith made her global. (laughs) Her oil and her faith made her global. Her oil, it wasn't her connections. It, It won't that she knew the right people at the right time and all of that crazy stuff. And she had her stories lined up. No, no, no. Her oil and her faith made her global. Now she's noted for generations because of her obedience. If they had royalties back there, she would still be getting a check. That's how God works. Her faith has been noted. And let's look at some of these people that actually were in the, in the Bible that had enough. Here are some Bible characters. David was given five stones, which was enough to kill Goliath. The children of Israel had enough courage to cross the Red Sea. 12 years was enough for the woman with the issue of blood. Esther was given enough beauty to deliver her, pe- her people. Job had enough courage to recover all. Gideon had enough power without all the numbers. Noah had enough obedience to change the world. And back to Sunday, the prodigal son, even when he ran out of everything, even when he was almost like an outcast in the pig's pen, he still never ran out because his father had shoes and a ring for him. So God will keep a reserve for you. Good God almighty. He had enough. So he had enough humiliation, he had enough pain to return home to get what he needed. And my God, Jesus was given enough abuse to save us, to snatch us out of sin, to give us hope, to give us a destiny, to walk with us every day and give us what we needed. God is so good. The cross was his enough. My God today, the cross was enough for him, but it seemed excruciating, but he could handle it. And how dare we live today underneath our privilege. You have enough. You have enough to overcome. You have enough to overcome that fear. You have enough to overcome that failure. You have enough to overcome that setback. You have enough to overcome that person. You have enough to overcome your past. You have enough to overcome every situation. You have enough to overcome every circumstances. Now what are you gonna do with your enough? Because there is an abundance waiting on you. There is a dam in heaven waiting to release and and saturate us, but you got to do something with your enough. It's not small. It's mighty. God, oh my God, I think Bishop said, little becomes much when you place it in the master's hand. So put your little in the master hand and watch him multiply, not add, multiply in your life Hallelujah. God is good. And perhaps you are out here today and you haven't tried God and all you have experienced is heartache. Honey, that heartache is going to turn to a miracle. It's what you have. It didn't happen against you, but it happened for you. It happened for you. Do you not know it's, it's your ability to overcome that sets you apart from everybody else? It's your ability to overcome, but then it's not even in your strength. It is God inside of you giving you overcoming power. And then you get glory. God gets glory. And this is just a this is just a cycle of success but use what you have. It's not small. It's mighty in the hand of God. You have enough, but you have to get in alignment with God. Know what you have. Find a purpose for what you have. Become vulnerable. Have that purpose. Do live obediently. And then you live off the profit. I hope that you are inspired. I hope that you can go back and reevaluate. I hope that you can go back and look again at that thing that you said wasn't good enough. Look again at your lack. Look again in your finances. Look again in your love because there's an abundance everywhere. Look again because you have enough. God bless you. May heaven smile upon you and may you live off of the profit of your obedience.